Coming up, big comeback wins and walk-offs highlight an exciting day in Major League Baseball. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. Local experts join us to go over the biggest stories from last night in Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. We thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Danny Jansen hit a walk-off three-run homer in the 10th against the Yankees last night. And our Locked On Blue Jays host, very happy, has lots of takeaways from a thrilling win in Toronto. Hello, friends. Craig Ballard, Locked On Blue Jays. Literally still trying to catch my breath, been running around my house celebrating. Holy moly, Danny Jansen, three-run home run on the bottom of the 10th to walk it off. Blue Jays finally get a win in this uh, Yankee series. Hated, right? I forgot the hated New York Yankee series. 3 nothing. Toronto Blue Jays had 1,000 runners in scoring position today. Didn't get any hits until the bottom of that 10th. Thank you, Danny Jansen. Big win for the Toronto Blue Jays. Have a chance to salvage a split tomorrow with Jose Barrios on the mound. Can we take a moment? Let me catch my breath and let's, I mean, Chris Bassett, right? Right? Don't we have to take a moment and, and recognize Chris Bassett? 27 and a third straight scoreless innings now. Remember that? That Remember he gave up that grand slam and I believe it was that Saturday game against the Mariners. Had a horrible call. Had the third batter of the inning struck out looking horrible call. It snowballed to hit that grand slam. That's the only runs he's given up lately at all. Chris Bassett, the hound on the mound. This is Stacey Gossoulias of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees lose to the Blue Jays 3-0 in extras. Danny Jansen hits a walk-off home run off Wandy Peralta, but up until that point, both the Yankees pitchers and Blue Jays pitchers kept people from scoring. It was a good game. It was a great pitcher's duel. Garrett Cole gutted out his six innings of work, struck out six, obviously didn't give up a run, but he, he ran up his pitch count pretty high. Chris Bassett on the other side, seven innings pitched, seven strikeouts. He seemed to be ahead in every count against every person he faced. It was amazing. It was an amazing, it lived up to the billing. Let's just say that. You looked at this matchup, you see Garrett Cole, you see Chris Bassett, and you think to yourself, okay, this might actually be the best game out of all four, and it lived up to the hype. Now, obviously, Yankee fans are not going to be happy about the fact that the Blue Jays walked off, but up until that point, fantastic game and no drama from either side. So we all win in that respect. So we have everything you need to know about that game on the next Locked on Yankees. We have a preview of the final game of the series Thursday night between Nestor Cortez and Jose Barrios. So please tune in. The Astros stunning the Cubs last night in Houston, coming back from down five runs and walking off in the bottom of the ninth. Locked on hosts have more after the big turnaround. Hey, the Ray Chamoy House here with Locked On Astros and the Houston Astros walk it off in sweeping fashion. King Tuck comes up with the game-winning hit. The Astros break the tie. They were down six to one at one point. Scored a couple runs in the eighth to make it six to three. And then what do you know? They get up to bat and Alex Bregman was walked to get to Jordan Alvarez to load the bases. Jordan Alvarez grounded out. They they got the out at home. Bases were still loaded. They couldn't turn the double play. Then eventually Kyle Tucker would get up. He would hit the game winning, get the game winning single, score two runs. Bregman scored at home. They challenged the play. Earlier, Bregman slid into home. They challenged it, and it was overturned. He was called out. So a second time is a charm, I think is what they say. Stay tuned in to Locked on Astros and check out our latest episode. We are your team every day. Becoming every day or in Ghost Rose. 
Cubs lose a heartbreaker, the worst loss of the year. And if you've been following these, you know that saying a lot. 6-1 lead heading into the eighth. Needed to get six outs before the Astros scored five runs. They could not do it. The Astros scored twice in the eighth and then four times in the ninth, only recording one out to win seven to three. Excuse me, seven to six. Uh, the Cubs are now three and fourteen in games decided by two runs or less. They truly have one of the worst high leverage bullpens. The, the the total bullpen ERA doesn't tell the story. When the Cubs need three outs from their bullpen, they haven't been able to get it today. It was Mark Leiter Jr. who struggled in the eighth, and Keegan Thompson and Brandon Hughes in the ninth. The Cubs are in a free fall right now, and losses like this during a free fall only make it worse. It is truly the low point of the 2023 season for the Chicago Cubs, and we're only in mid-bay. The Mets completely defying all odds in a huge comeback last night against one of the best teams in baseball. New York got a three-run home run to force extra innings, and then Pete Alonso hit another three-run shot in the 10th to walk off against the Rays. Locked on Mets recaps the shocking win. It was the game of the year for the New York Mets on Wednesday night, and it all started with the kids. Mark Vientos hits a game-tying home run late, and guess what? Another kid came through with one, a three-run shot. The Mets were on their last legs. Francisco Alvarez, ninth inning, sends it to extras. David Robertson gives up a couple of runs. Guess what? Pete Alonso's there to end the game with a walk-off three-run homer, and that's not even mentioning an outstanding star from Kodai Senga. Is this the game that turns the Mets season around? We'll be discussing that on tomorrow's edition of Locked On Mets. Hey, this is Kevin Weiss with the Locked on Rays podcast. Uh, The Tampa Bay Rays unfortunately lose to the New York Mets in extra innings by a score of 8-7. to The offense certainly did their part for the Rays, but the pitching staff, not so much, particularly the bullpen of the Rays. Jason Adam giving up a game-tying homer, and then Pete Fairbanks giving up the walk-off homer to Pete Alonzo. So the bullpen had many question marks going into this game, into this series, and it will continue to have question marks. It'll be really interesting to see how the Rays adjust and handle this going forward after their two best and highest leverage relievers blow the game, in a sense, for the Rays. So we'll see if they can bounce back in an early afternoon rubber match against the Mets. The Orioles won a pitcher's duel with the Angels last night and our Locked On hosts with both teams are reviewing that matchup. This Orioles pitching staff just continues to find a way as the O's win it 3-1 over the Angels on Wednesday night. Kyle Bradish was spectacular. Six and two-thirds innings, only one run. It was a solo homer by Mike Trout. That's going to happen sometimes. So you know what? I will certainly take another great outing, back-to-back great outings here from Kyle Bradish. He's starting to look like the pitcher I knew he could be here in 2023. And then, listen, the O's offense only had three runs. They went two for 11 with runners in scoring position. They left a lot of chances out there. But the pitching just picked them up. Bradish goes six and two-thirds. Danny Coulomb retires the only batter he faces in the seventh. Yinye Cano, what else would he do but go one, two, three in the eighth? And Felix Bautista gets the save in the ninth, striking out Shohei Otani in a legendary at-bat. O's win it three to one. I'll recap it all coming up on Thursday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast.
The issue in 2023 for the Angels is that they have been their own worst enemy, and that was the case again on Wednesday night in Baltimore. Hey, everybody, it's Mike Frisch, one half of Locked On Angels. Halos lose to the Orioles 3-1, to and they worked against themselves. They cost Griffin Canning uh, a few more pitches in almost every inning. First inning, there was an error. He had to throw more pitches to get out of it, got out of a bases-loaded jam. But really, the epitome of the Angels' season was in the fourth inning. It was tied 1-1. to Griffin Canning gets a ground ball double play. Zach Neto gets the out at second base, throws to first, and Matt Theis pulls his foot, so the runner's called safe. The next batter comes up, and eventually the Orioles score another run in that inning, and it's 2-1, to one, and they end up winning 3-1. to one. Every run mattered in this game, and the Angels found themselves on the losing end because, again, they just had mental mistakes and made small, not huge errors, but small errors, and they worked against themselves. That's been the narrative all season long. We're going to talk about this game on Locked on Angels. Johnny and I will, and we would love for you to join us. Orlando Arcia hit the go-ahead home run in the ninth inning to lift the Braves over the Rangers in Texas. Locked on hosts have more after Atlanta's big finish. (sighs) Another game, another blown lead by the bullpen. The Rangers lose a one-run game, lose the series to the Braves 6-5 in the finale. I'm Bryce Patrick, host of the Locked on Rangers podcast. This was a really close game throughout the entirety of it, and the Rangers blew it late. Three runs allowed combined in the eighth and ninth innings, coming from Josh Spores and Brock Burke, both working in high-leverage situations. A pair of runs by Spores that were just really frustrating and not necessarily Nathan Ivaldi. His his scoreless inning streak was finally snapped, but got a pair of home runs from Adoles Garcia. They were absolutely massive. The Rangers were able to get Spencer Strider out of this game in five innings, and Nathan Evaldi worked seven innings with just three runs allowed, but it wasn't enough to get the win. Rangers fight close against one of the best teams in baseball, but cannot bring it home. Coming up, Rich Hill turns back the clock and throws a gem for the Pirates. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events really should not be stressful. It should be fast and easy and something that isn't an issue for you to do if you want to do it last minute. So forget planning months in advance. Just go to Game Time. They have deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. You get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, whatever you are interested in. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, low price guaranteed. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. The White Sox beat the Guardians for the second straight day as Mike Clevenger beat his old team for the first time in his career. Locked On hosts with both teams go over Chicago's win. Chicago White Sox made it two in a row. They beat the Cleveland Guardians 7-2 Wednesday night on the south side. Hey, I'm Nick Murawski from Locked On White Sox. For the second game in a row, the White Sox hit three home runs. For the second game in a row, they had double-digit hits. White Sox are now 16-28 and on the season. Get the brooms out. White Sox are going for their first sweep of the season Thursday afternoon with Dylan Cease on the hill. For more, check out the Lockdown White Sox podcast. Now, if you, you look at the top of my hat here, it says the uh, State Fair Cream Puffs. And that's appropriate because Cream Puff is what the Guardians offense has been the past few days. Uh, tonight was borderline embarrassing. 
They faced the last two nights two pitchers who've been massively struggling and made them both uh, turn back the clock 10 years. It, there's not a whole lot going on that is positive, that is helpful with this offense. Uh, starting pitching wasn't great. It's it's a frustrating time to be a fan. Uh, th- there is some hope that some players could turn around. You know, again, this offense being Tom Naylor and Ramirez when it was already as bad as it is, isn't going to set you up for success. We go long uh, on Lockdown Guardians. Make sure to tune in to hear all of our sadness and our thoughts for why there is still hope for the Cleveland Guardians after an embarrassing two games. The Reds didn't know what hit them on Wednesdays. The Rockies scored 11 runs in just two innings to erase what was a 5 0 Cincy lead. Locked on Rockies goes over the breakout for the Colorado Bats. Rock on Rockies fans, Paul Holden here from the Locked on Rockies podcast. The Colorado Rockies flip the script on the Cincinnati Reds and come alive for two big innings in the fifth and sixth, scoring 11 runs to take down the Cincinnati Reds in the series finale after dropping a tough two-run loss in game number two. The Colorado Rockies' bottom half of their lineup is getting the job done, led by young guys. They let the young guy, Michael Tolia, play. He gets on base. He lead, he helps kickstart an inning. That leads to bases loaded. That leads to five runs. Austin Gomber, not sharp. And Riley Pines, MLB debut wasn't great, but the Rockies are able to get a big win. Go 500 on their latest homestand and back up their pitcher. The summer of Elias Diaz continues as the Rockies catcher continues to be one of the best in baseball. We'll be breaking it all down right here on Locked on Rockies. The Diamondbacks broke a tie in the ninth to beat the Athletics in Oakland on Wednesday. Locked on Diamondbacks has more after the win. D-backs took their best shot at blowing back-to-back games to the lowly Oakland A's, but fortunately, that didn't happen. The D-backs were able to rally and take two out of three from the worst team in Major League Baseball, Miller Thomas of Locked on Diamondbacks here. I thought we were going to have back-to-back games where the D-backs blew it in the seventh inning because in today's game, in the seventh, the D-backs did give up a crushing three-run home run so the A's can tie it up after a pretty solid Kyle Nelson, or excuse me, Ryan Nelson start. Um, one of the better ones for him on the season, pitched into the six, gave up no earned runs, only one hit, six strikeouts as well, but the bullpen was not able to help him out. They ended up giving up the lead, but thankfully in the ninth inning, the D-backs were able to load the bases, and backup catcher Jose Herrera was able to come through with a big sack fly to right field to give the D-backs the lead, and then Ketel Marte tacked on some insurance runs for good measure. D-backs didn't blow games in back-to-back days. Instead, take two out of three from the Oakland A's. I would have wanted I would have wanted a sweep, but I'll take a series victory. Coming up, the Giants pick up a win in the late innings against the Phillies. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by So Rare, a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Now, unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience. You collect, buy, sell, and compete with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own the cards. There's no cost to play. Head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn. That's spelled SoRare, S-O-R-A-R-E.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today. Again, that's SoRare.com slash LockedOn to start playing today. 
Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. We thank you again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. The Giants finished off the Phillies with three runs in eighth inning last night, and Locked On Phillies looks at what went wrong late for their team. Oh, the Phillies lose again. I don't know what in the world I'm supposed to say about this team right now. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies. Man. The team cannot hit with runners in scoring position. They cannot string together starting pitching. They cannot figure it out right now. Uh, defensively, I guess they were better today, but I just, I can't put it together. This team doesn't play winning baseball and they have all the pieces they need. I, I mean, sure, could you use an extra starter on top of what you have now? Yeah, but when you look at this roster, they're relatively healthy at this point. There's no more, oh, injuries, this, that, and the other thing. No, they're just not performing. I get it. It's a tough place to play for them. They don't play well in San Francisco ever. But, man, this team is in a bad slump right now at the plate, on the mound. I don't know what to say. I guess we'll try and figure it out together tomorrow on the next episode of Locked on Phillies. But the Phillies better try and figure it out on their off day. We'll get back after it tomorrow. The Royals were able to hold off the Padres also last night despite solid efforts by San Diego to make a comeback out of things. Locked on Padres tells us why San Diego just came up short. <laughs> they did it again. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Javier Reyes here of the Locked on Padres podcast. The Padres drop a series, not to the Dodgers, not to the Twins, but to the Kansas City Royals. Oh, yeah. Usual problem, still the same thing. It's still there. It's still the offense can't hit with runners in square position. Darvish was good in today's game. That, that That's fine. Pitching was fine. I think to sum it up, there's a moment in this game when they had the bases loaded. It was 4-1 in favor of the Royals. Bases loaded, nobody out. They scored two runs. But how did they score them? A balk and a weird winky-dink kind of weird in, infield hit that went between the shortstop and the second baseman that was a little bit lucky. That's how they scored. I usually say stay faithful, and I'm still going to, but uh, I don't know. I think I'm just going to take a break for baseball for a, a solid day. I think the day off is very necessary. And until then, guys, I guess stay faithful, but also don't go crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> this team's a joke. The Cardinals shut out the Brewers in St. Louis last night and our lockdown host recaps as St. Louis takes two out of three from their division rival. Matthew Libertor leads the way as the Cardinals get a series win over first place Milwaukee. Hey, it's Shady from Locked On Cardinals. And the Redbirds called up top left-handed pitching prospect Matthew Libertor on Wednesday and threw him right into the fire by starting him against the first place Brewers and their ace Corbin Burns with a series win on the line. No big deal, right? And Libby stepped up to the challenge and outduels the former NL Cy Young Award winner, tossing five shutout innings while punching out six. Nolan Arenado makes history, picking up career RBI number 1,000, and the team gets a clutch two-run dinger from shortstop Paul DeYoung to get the 3 to nothing W. The Cardinals are playing solid ball right now. They've won three straight series, eight of their last ten, and are getting closer to climbing their way out of the cellar in the NL Central, with the Dodgers coming to town next. For the latest updates and info, be sure to keep it locked on Cardinals. The Red Sox tallied 12 runs on Wednesday, nine of those coming in the first couple of innings, so it put things out of reach early against the Mariners. Locked on Red Sox goes through all of that scoring in Boston. 
the Red Sox secured a series win over the Mariners with a big win on Wednesday night to close out the series. What's going on, everyone? It's Lauren from Locked On Red Sox and Pablo Reyes. The Red Sox essentially got him for nothing. He came up huge on Wednesday for the Red Sox. Brian Bayo on his birthday also pitched a gem. Overall, very good game for the Red Sox and a great game to go into an off day before heading to San Diego to take on Sandra Bogarts and the Padres. I'll break this game down for you on our next episode of Locked On Red Sox. That's a wrap for this edition of Locked On Game to Game MLB. We thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure that you are subscribed to Locked On MLB and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.